you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Thursday, September 28th, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest, the Heisman finalist, the Super Bowl champ, eight seasons in the NFL, one remarkable stat. And it speaks to how this man was regarded by his teammates and coaches. As a wide receiver and running back and fullback in eight NFL seasons, this man picked up a first down for his team on more than 37% of his touches. Oh, really? I didn't get that many touches. That is the stat line of an NFL superstar, and yet this man describes himself as a role player, twin born with the heart of a leading man and the humility <laughs> of a supporting actor. I give you Michael Robinson. Welcome back to the What's show, my friend. What's going on, Drew? Good to see you, brother. Nice to see you. Back-to-back days. Thank you for yesterday. Thank you in advance for today. On today's show, a preview of tonight's Lions-Packers game, a trio of fantasy plays you better make this week if you can, and Mike will address the uniquely painful challenge facing Sean Payton and the Broncos. What to do after overcoming a brutal, lopsided loss? Mike knows a little bit about this, and he will talk about it. But first, this. Touchdown! Francisco! Kansas City! The Eagles remain undefeated. The first topic is a question, and that question is who is number five? Yes, we know who is wearing number five. Jalen Ramsey and T. Higgins and David Montgomery. So, two, two, two. Tutu Atwell, actually. No, I mean who is number five, as in who should be ranked number five. Because, Michael, there seems to be some consensus on who the top four teams are at this very moment in the NFL. Some order of Niners, Dolphins, Eagles, Chiefs. Would you agree? I I agree. Mike Robb, the real Mike Robb, get real. Who is number five? Number five. That is a tough one, man. You know, you, you, you do have the Dallas Cowboys out there. It's tough to put them there after that tough loss to Arizona. Yes, it is. My Bills Mafia, there's some, there, that, that's a team that you could possibly put as the fifth uh, best team in the National Football League. That is a question, Drew. I didn't even know that was going to come up. But, yeah, you know. I kind of threw that yeah. one out. <laughs> threw that one at you. I, because I, because I like, I like the, listening to your process because 
I think we kind of all agree right now, listener, maybe some of you disagree, but those four teams really have established themselves based on not their record, but the eye test, yep. how, they're, how they are accomplishing what they are accomplishing. And it is special for different reasons. Uh, we don't have to go team by team, but the question is, who is that fifth team? The first team to pop to your head was the Cowboys. Yeah. Second team to pop to your head was the Bills. Can we rule out anybody in the AFC North, Steelers, Ravens, Browns, and Bengals? Steelers, Ravens, Browns, and Bengals. Man, the Browns defense is a championship defense right now. Deshaun Watson finally showed me this past week why he's a franchise quarterback in Cleveland. So they'd be in consideration, be, but probably not nah, quite good enough to get nah, the five seed. Quite. Nobody in either Southern division, I should think, uh, neither the AFC South nor the NFC South deserves consideration for the number five team in the NFL. Can you rule out anybody in the NFC North, the Packers or the Lions? Uh, yeah, I can rule those. Can guys you out. rule out anybody else in the NFC West, the Seahawks, the Rams? Of course you can. Yeah. So really, it really does come down to uh, <laughs> uh, it's either the Cowboys or the Bills. <laughs> and I think if you and I were to say, okay, Cowboys and Bills play each other on a neutral site on Sunday, who wins that game? Long pause. Contemplative, I'm, deep, I'm, deep breath. I'm going to say Bills, and this has nothing to do with my infatuation with Joshy Poo, Josh uh, Allen, and, and the <laughs> Buffalo Bills, Bills Mafia stand all the way up. It, it has everything to do with that, to me, the Bills are more balanced, meaning this defense is legit. Without and a doubt, so top three the, scoring defense in the NFL. And so is the offense. Offense, top die. three scoring offense in the NFL. So for, that, for those reasons, I got to go Bills. Balance. In Deutsche, it's fünf. Cinco in Espanol, Cinque in Italiano. In Vietnamese, it's Nam or Nam. In parts of Scandinavia, it's Fem. But in the NFL, at least according to Michael Robinson, number five, it's the Buffalo Bills. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm -hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Thank you for listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with Michael Robinson. And the next topic is payback by proxy. The proxy Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers isn't there to take revenge himself. The payback, well, the Packers certainly hope it's getting the Lions back for that last game of the regular season loss back in 2022 last season. But is that the story Michael Robinson would write? Is that the story this game will tell? M-Rob, how do you see this one going down tonight at Lambeau? Well, I think Jordan Love, it's crazy to see Aaron Rodgers back up guys when they play because they kind of look like him in spots. It's really weird. You to saw see. what I saw that first week back shoulder <laughs> yeah. throw, and you yeah. were like, hold on, slow I'm the like, tape down. Up. Was that Rodgers? <laughs> exactly, man. So I like what I'm seeing out of Jordan Love. And I, honestly, I like to see when he does something great. Uh, the sideline, his his guys, get, they have they, they're happy for him, yeah, right? They're joyful. And to show a little fire, you know, when I see him make plays. So I, I like that in, in Jordan Love. But I would take the Packers in this game simply because, and this is totally dependent upon, and I don't know this for a fact, if Christian Watson's coming back, which all intents and per, all reports say he is, and more important, Aaron Jones in the backfield. Yep. If he's coming back, those are two playmakers added to an offense that's been getting by, that's been doing their thing without him over the last couple of weeks. I would take the Packers, even though it pains me to say that about Jameer Gibbs' team and the Detroit Lions that running back uh, for Detroit. I love what golf is doing. Sam Laporte is out here balling as a as a rookie, and his defense is, has played better this year than they did last year. Um, but, yeah. I like the Packers. First blush, edge for Michael Robinson goes to the home team for the Packers tonight at Lambeau. But if the Lions do get a win, what would it look like? What would the game script have to be? Where would they have to excel or what would they have to stop in order to get the win? Uh, uh, Detroit, if the defense can stop the run, force Jordan Love to throw the ball 40 times. And a lot of that has to do with the offense scoring with Detroit and Jared Goff and those guys on the outside. Um and putting this, uh, putting this Green Bay Packers offense into a one-way type of a game where they have to have to throw the football. But it starts with the line of scrimmage. If you know any Matt LaFleur offense, which is a derivative of the Sean McVay offense, which is a derivative of the, uh, the Shanahan system, if you know anything about those guys, it's a line of scrimmage. You stop the run, you win the game. Kind of interesting stat lines that I got for this one, Michael. The Lions are the 12th ranked scoring offense in the NFL. Again, we're talking about three games. But the eighth total offense, so this is a top 10 total offense in the NFL over in Detroit. The Packers, somewhat surprisingly, at least for me anyway, the eighth ranked scoring offense in the NFL. Now, 22nd total offense, they're not putting a lot of yards up, but they're turning those yards into points. Perhaps why? Because they only have one giveaway. That one pick through three games, that's a great stat for Jordan Love. They are the second most penalized team in the NFL, which is surprising. Uh, Matt LaFleur is not going to want to hear that. But they are the fifth-ranked team in terms of third-down conversions, 46.5% of the time. They're getting the first down on third down. And they are the 
second-ranked team in terms of converting in the red zone. 78% conversion in the red zone where it matters most. We've heard you talk a lot about what happens to the geometry of an NFL game in the red zone. And the Packers, with, yes, Jordan Love, are pretty good in that place. Everything you just said is reflective of them winning the line of scrimmage. Trench warfare, (laughs) the edge goes to, sorry, Aiden Hutchinson, the Green Bay Packers. We interrupt this podcast to bring you a trio of fantasy plays that if you can make, you really should make. Kimmy Checks calls them her money plays, and here they are. Time to cash some checks in terms of fantasy football players. Guys, three guys on the slate this week. You can either start them in daily formats or just in regular formats. My guy, first up, it's the tight end Sam Laporta. Put some respect on my Hawkeyes name. As it stands right now, he's the fantasy tight end number two. Number two on the season, you guys. He has a really great matchup on Thursday night football against the Packers. This guy right here, he's an animal stardom. The Packers' second most red zone targets to tight ends this season. Next up, a running back, James Cook. I don't know. I, I got this. Yeah. I don't know what it is about <laughs> us besmirching running backs for the Buffalo Bills. This guy right here has the second most scrimmage yards of any running back, only behind Christian McCaffrey. Back-to-back games, 100-plus scrimmage yards. The Dolphins actually kind of susceptible to the run. I think he has a good one, and he cooks. See what I did there? I don't No one got that. No one laughed. Come on. Damn my it, bad. It was talking in my uh, ear. This my one, bad. It's for you, David. Chris Alave. Yes. I know we said <laughs> there's some man. optimism that Derek's going to suit up and play, regardless of if your brother plays or if Jamin Winston gets to start in a revenge game, by the oh. way, against the Bucks. Chris Olave, he's that dude, you guys. He's simply that dude for the season. We know that your brother loves him. We know that he's the key to this offense. Six-plus receptions, 85-plus receiving yards in each matchup. The cash is going to get checked. Thank you, Kimmy Checks. A wide out, a running back, and a tight end play to make in week four. Chris Olave, James Cook, Sam Laporta. You heard Michael Robinson mention his name a moment ago. There's your plays. Make them if you can. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with The Real Mike Rob, the pro bowler and Super Bowl champion. And the final topic is resilience. You hear the word thrown around in sports all the time. Mike, we're guilty of kind of overusing this word. But, man, this word applies to the Denver Broncos and Sean Payton this week more than ever before. I looked something up. I found this interesting. It was kind of a self-help site that I found. And it said that the five pillars of resilience, Uh self-awareness, mindfulness, seems redundant, (laughs) self-care, positive relationships, and purpose, Mm. all of which the Sean Payton-led Denver Broncos, the Russell Wilson-led Denver Broncos, will need to summon this week in order to get over something. Mike, let's address this uniquely painful challenge facing Payton and the Broncos this week, overcoming a brutal, lopsided 70-20 to loss. It still feels like a misprint when I read that (laughs) scoreline. But before we get to you, let's start talking about you. Let's get ourselves in the old time machine. Okay. The year was 2006. A young rookie named Michael Robinson scores two touchdowns in his third game as a professional football player. The very next week, the crash landing from those vaulted heights of personal satisfaction was bone jarring. Week four at Arrowhead, young Michael's San Francisco 49ers served up a 40 burger to their opponents, losing in humiliating shutout fashion 41 to nothing. But then, Like a phoenix, they rose from the ashes of the burnout in Missouri and came home to beat the Raiders 34-20. Later in that 2006 campaign, Michael, another lopsided loss, this one to the Bears, 41-10, was followed the very next week by a not-so-pretty but oh-so-gritty 9-3 win over the Vikings. So enough with the music, enough with the stupid voice. Let's have a chat. Your personal experience is that of most NFL players. You take your losses. Some of them are rough, but well-built teams and well-adjusted players find ways to channel their inner Big Sean and bounce back. (laughs) What is your message to the Broncos to that effect this week? Well, there's a couple different things that led to that 70-point score. Uh, It's a unique offense they went up against. Um, I don't necessarily think the scheme matches the personnel defensively out there in Denver, which – when you, the scheme doesn't match the personnel, it could get ugly. Um, for all of our listeners, like if you have personnel in your front seven for four downs, four defensive linemen with three linebackers, you have the personnel for that type of a defense, but your coordinator is a 3-4 guy, meaning three down linemen with four linebackers. They're totally different body types. You just It just can't work. I think we saw that with Dallas a few years ago before Dan Quinn got there. But anyway. Is that what's happening with this Vance Joseph defense? That's exactly what's happening. We had a Vic Fangio approach. Now we've got a Vance Joseph approach, and it's not like for like. It is simply not the same. It's not the same. Now, 
they're cousins, not blood cousins, but you know that the schemes are cousins. What up, cuz? Yeah, you know what I mean. You know some of the terminology similar, but right. it's not the same. Um, it's a, both three, four types of defenses, but they deploy their assets a little bit different. And for me, for the score to get to seventy, I, if I'm Sean Payton, I, I don't even look at that tape. There's nothing I can learn from you. Burn it. You burn it. Yeah. There's you don't learn from it. You burn from it. I say, hey guys, they not even in our division. We might not. We, we might not play them again until the playoffs. We will keep an eye on them from afar. Interesting. But do not watch that tape. Now, I'm gonna still take all the coaching points from it, yes, right? Because I yes, do sir. think the team quit on Sean. And if I'm Sean, I take a real look at how I speak to this team, because Sean needs to understand. It's not like he's been in Denver for 10 or 15 years and has this rapport and this experiential knowledge and effect on the entire building like he did in New Orleans, okay? This is a different locker room. This is a different generation of kids. They don't deal with the hard-ass stuff that well, and it's all about keeping their mental and their, and their, you know, and their minds in the right place. You can't go in there and MF them like you could back in the day. You can't go in there and make them feel bad. Okay, he has to build this team up instead of breaking them down. I think if he does that, they can rebound because Russell isn't the problem right now. Was that the common sort of feature and factor in your post bad loss experience as a player was summon up the courage maybe or the professionalism or the maturity to be positive when everything is inviting you to be negative? Oh, yeah, man. Because, you know, in football, you're only as good, I mean, you're only as, good as what you put on tape the last time you were on, on the field, right? And so it's like, damn, we actually let 70 points be scored on us. That tape is going across all 31 other locker rooms right now. Every defensive coordinator um, and every um, office, I mean, every uh, uh, head coach has taken a few plays from that game and put it on the big meeting room to show his team. This better not ever happen to us. This effort better not ever happen to us. And I think I think Sean, if he does it right, can turn this real big piece of adversity into into a life lesson, a learning lesson for this team, and they can come out of it. But the leaders in this team need to step up. Authentic leadership. Okay, I wanted to ask you about that. What is the tone? What is the what do you need to hear as a player? Now you were a captain and a leader yourself. So what did players need to hear from you in a moment like that? I'm pretty sure it ain't rah rah. No. It's more to the point. It is focused. It is intentional. What does that look and sound like? I just wanted to get the football. Yeah. I just wanted to go back on the football field. We would come in for a Tell the Truth Mondays and when I was when I was in Seattle, but even in San Francisco, we would come in on Mondays and go over the tape. And Mondays is not a day that you go out on the field, but all I wanted to do was hit somebody. All I wanted to do was go catch kickoffs and, and, and redo the game. You know what I'm saying? Because you just like, there's no way that that's a, reflect, that's a reflection of who I am, that score, that performance, any of that. And at the end of the day, we're gladiators, we're, we're performers. We want to go out there and put great tape out there. So, again, that defense, I know, you know, all those guys on that defense are – yeah, they want to get back on that football field and show that they're not a group that gives up 70 points a game. Is losing contagious? We saw a video yes. of a linebacker, I believe it was, in a Broncos uniform who was so despondent and so almost despairing spiritually. You could see it in his face. You could see it in his body language. And he basically, the message was, I'm just so sick and effing tired of losing. And, and hearing that and seeing that, first of all, I felt very badly for the young man. But secondly, I started to worry and think, 
to myself, is that cancerous? Is that something that can spread? Is that something that can kill a team before they even have a chance to, uh, to, to be healthy and to be good and to win again? Yes, especially if your people in leadership talking to head coach and, and, and front office is negative, beating them up every right. single day. Right. You know what I mean? At some point, there has to be a leader in the locker room, a player, that has influence in the locker room. They need to have some success on the field. And I don't know if that's Russell making a big play and then getting guys on the sideline together or even at practice when you have a great practice after a two-minute drill saying this is, this is how we're supposed to look. Whatever the case may be, um, it needs to happen. But you can't let the losing dwell because what happens, and I've been on losing teams, what happens is in games, um, you may be in a close game in the fourth quarter, four minutes left, and you sit there and you start looking around. Nobody says it audibly. Nobody says it out loud. But what are you looking but everybody's for? looking in each other's eyes saying, okay, who going to mess up? What's going to be our excuse this week? We need that excuse to lose because that's what we're used to. Isn't feeling. that interesting? Because, okay, I kind of expected you to say that you were looking around in this construct for somebody who's going to be the person who steps up. But no, when you're in that you're frame in that of mind, mode. when you're in that losing frame of mind, you're looking around wondering who's going to screw up because that's what you're used to. That's what you're used to, mm. right? Um, you, you can't do if, – if you do the same things over and over and over and expect a different result, that's, that's called shame on insanity, you, right? That's, that's insanity. called crazy. Yeah, bro. So at the end of the day – you're making plays, you're doing things, and every single game, I was in the middle of an eight-game losing streak, and remember, we, we we lost our like fourth or fifth game in a row. Again, it was one of those like, feels it feels like normal now. Yeah, and it's on people in leadership to get the entire group out of that rut. Translation. Leaders, you know who you are in that organization, in that locker room, wearing orange for the Denver Broncos. It's time to stand up, to step up, and to speak up. But as Michael Robinson said, you better do it with some authenticity. Yep. You better do it with some intention, and you better invite your players not to stew in what happened, but to look past what happened and to get that energy and passion up and that excitement up about getting back on the field and hitting somebody, yep. which was your salve. <laughs> that, was your, that soothed your savage soul. And the fact is these guys need the same. Get back out there and do it again. They get a game. Scheduling gods may have helped them a little bit. They get a game against the Bears, a game they're supposed to win. Is that even more pressure when you know you're facing an opponent that you better beat? I, I believe it is a little bit more pressure because the Bears are saying the same thing to their team. Guys, we can't go 0-4. These are, all these guys get paid. All these guys are professionals. All these guys are prideful on both sides of the fence. So at the end of the day, it should make for a great experience for the fan, for us. We should see a great game. Translation, it's not only a game you can win, Broncos. It's a game you're supposed to win, and that's a positive kind of pressure. But <laughs> Michael Robinson says it may actually make it worse, so beware. <laughs> Broncos are favored, incidentally, by 3.5 on the road, Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern, at Soldier Field. But something Michael mentioned before, and it bears repeating, in this league, the old notion is you're only as good as your last game, but I think, Michael, you'd agree. This is the time for that authentic leader in the Broncos locker room to stand up and remind these young men you're only as good as your next game. So there let's make the next game the one that defines us, not the last one. Um, here's the problem, and Michael reminded us of this too. That's the same speech being told right now in the Chicago <laughs> Bears yeah. locker room because after what they went through last week, mm -hmm. 
this speech goes for them as well. <laughs> they got authentic leaders, we hope, standing up and doing something about it. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Here's the final translation. These teams, what some of you have called the laughable Broncos and the lowly bra- and the lowly Bears, rather, they may be playing one of the most fascinating games of the week, so do not miss it. I want to thank today's very special guest, Michael Robinson, for coming back for a, a second straight day. Michael, thanks for being here. Always, man. Appreciate you, M. Rob, and I want to invite the listener to join us on Friday, where we give you Friday answers to Sunday questions and Monday questions. Who wins these games in Week Four? How do they do it? Who's on upset alert? Who stars? Who stumbles? We've got all the answers. Oh, and who should you play in fantasy? Of course, Adam Rank will be here for that. That's Friday. Till then, ciao for now. Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital. Rated R.